I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 403 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have a great guest to bring you guys today. Actor, comedian, TikTok, and social media sensation Paige Kennedy joins me today. Paige has been just crushing the TikTok game with over 2 million fans on the platform. Before that, he destroyed Vine with his viral video clips. Paige is best known on the screen for his role on the Spike TV sports comedy series Blue Mountain State, as well as his role in the Showtime series Weeds. Paige is also a singer-songwriter who released his first full-length rap album back in 2017 titled Torn Pages. He is multi-talented. He is all over the place. I really respect his hustle. So it's so cool to have him on the podcast today. Paige Kennedy will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Paige Kennedy was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the viral video star, get over there to my YouTube channel. Hit me with a subscribe. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, dads, and don't forget to take advantage of my partnership with Manscaped. I have been using this lawnmower 3.0, which is a cordless, waterproof electric razor with skin-safe technology. It has never been easier or safer to get your manscaping done in the shower. Visit manscaped.com, use my promo code FATHER, and you're going to save 20% off, plus you get free shipping, all right? Tomorrow on the podcast, the host of Flip or Flop, Tarek El Musa, joins me here, so don't miss out on that. Friday, I'm going to close out the week with a former Navy SEAL, Rourke Denver, who starred in the Navy SEAL movie, Act of Valor, along with several other frogmen, including Derek Van Orden, who I had the honor of interviewing right here on the podcast. So if you guys are enjoying listening to the show, please consider leaving me a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is that you enjoy listening to the show. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with actor, comedian, Paige Kennedy. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped. And dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Paige Kennedy. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thank you for having me, brother. All right, let's do this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I have four children, and they are 24, a girl, the only girl. They're 22, and then I have two eight-year-olds. 
They well, okay, are, I got a three. Good. Yeah, I was just saying I got it the reverse of you. I got three boys, then got my only girl at the end, so I got it the reverse of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. My my girl, she she runs everything because she's the leader. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're <laughs> yeah, going to run everything too, actually. Yep. Yeah, that's. I was just going to say that's the same tune we're playing over here. Yeah, she runs the show. If we if we didn't get her on the fourth try, we'd have five by now, but we got her. So uh, <laughs> that that's the end of that. All right. Um. If you could, Paige, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. I'm Paige Kennedy. I'm from Detroit. Uh, I am an actor slash rapper slash social media influencer. Um, I've been rapping for the majority of my life. Um, I've been an actor in Los Angeles for the last 20 years. I've been in big movies such as The Meg, SWAT, I've been in big TV shows such as Weeds, Blue Mountain State. Um, and uh, I w- was, um, I guess, famous for doing Vines. So I was a big Vine star back when I was going. And now I'm a TikToker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vine is old school now. Uh, so obviously you've had a very successful career uh, in the movie industry, on TV. Well, along this journey then, Paige, about how old were you when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? So uh, I became a dad in probably an unconventional way <laughs> in the sense that I was in college. It just got to college, uh, 18, when I had my daughter, well, when I made my daughter. Um, and as soon as I turned 19 is when I had her. Uh, and, you know, it, it happened in college and I'm, and, and at the time, you know, because my son came, you know, pretty soon after that, I thought that that was the end of the world for me because I was still a kid. I didn't have any money. I was in college. I knew I had dreams and aspirations to move to Los Angeles and make a career. And I thought, Oh, now I have like two babies. All of that is shattered. And, and it felt like a mistake then, but I call them the greatest mistakes I've ever made in my life because, you know, once you get through the tough times of, of before, you know, they, they grow up to be like human beings. Like now you have full on adult human beings that are of your lineage and, um, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, very well said, Paige. And that's one of the biggest things I try to get across. And one of the biggest purposes of this show is to try to change that narrative. So many young guys have this opinion that if they have a kid or if they start a family, their whole world is going to be over. And it's uh, it's quite the opposite of that. So that's what I, I really try to stress on, on the podcast here to get the word out that it's uh, it's a blessing, not a curse to become a father. And uh, what, what would you consider to be the top values that you've hoped uh, to instill in your kids here as they grow up? To work hard. Um work hard is the, the the main values that I have. And that was instilled in me from my father. And that is probably the reason that I've been so successful, you know, because it's, it's a tough thing. Like me, my dad died when I was 16. And so I've been on my own ever since then. And that's, you know, I can't even imagine that happening now. Like my son was 16 and like, if he had to, I mean, he's 22 now. And if, if he was left to his own devices, I don't know if he could survive or not. Um, and so it was different back when we were younger, but that difference, uh, it, 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 
it gave me diligence and, um, you know, coming from a cavern background, uh, it made me stronger, you know, and, and it forced me to have to go out and be a go-getter because if I didn't, then I would just be in jail or dead or a bum. And, um, my dad, he fought his whole life to, make sure that that never happened to me and so the difference is is when I have been in a position to give my kids a better life so that they didn't have to go through that I think it takes some of that hunger away from them because they know that they have something to fall back on so they don't have to try and fight as hard because you know it's not necessary and so that's the that's the little the catch 22 that you have with that you put people in rural situations and, and as human beings, we're forced to, to survive, you know, but then if you take a lion and you put him in a zoo and then he gets all his food given to him, he gets bathed, he gets showered, then he doesn't no longer have that innate instinct to go hunt and, and survive because for what it's given to him. And so because of that, I have to constantly instill diligence in them because otherwise they wouldn't have it because they, why would they, you know what I mean? And so I have to constantly push that in them so that they want to be great in their own accord. Yeah. I, I, I love what you say there, Paige. It's good stuff. And I agree with you. And I think it's difficult to, to balance that out where even today with sports, like our kids are all in organized sports. They have coaches and refs and parents that are constantly even watching them play every single game that they do. Whereas when I was a kid, you know, we, we, we played, you know, we, we played street ball. There were no refs, no coaches, no parents. We made the rules. We picked the teams. Uh, we settled all the fights and the arguments, and we gained those kind of uh, skills, that, that skill set to kind of uh, solve problems at a young age. And we kind of take that away uh, from this generation of kids to, to let them figure that out on their own. I think it does them a disservice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And what, what would you say about as far as discipline goes, Paige? What type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? So uh, I grew up in a tumultuous household that was split. So sometimes with my dad, sometimes with my mom. And it was very chaotic and, and tragic, <laughs> um, to say the least, in my upbringing. And so because of that, you know, it put a certain fear in me and it made me want to be a different way. Like when I became a father. And so I was, you know, I was physically abused when I was a kid. And so because of that, I wanted to try and find a different way of discipline. And so, you know, I practiced not having physical discipline on my children. Now, listen, sometimes, sometimes, after everything else is exhausted, there's nothing else. There's no more things to be taken away. There's no more timeouts. There's no more anything. And you still have problems and issues. Then sometimes, you know, you might have to resort to that last effort, which I've only had to do with one of my sons, the 22 year old. Um, I did have to spank him a few times when he was younger, probably, you know, like 10 from probably like 10 to 11 uh, age range. Um, but none of my other kids, I ever had to discipline physically at all. Um, I, I just utilize other methods and they seem to work. 
Um, I got one, though. <laughs> he challenges me. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if he's going to survive his whole lifespan without <laughs> something. <laughs> he, he is a challenge. Yeah, I, I, I got a similar situation over here myself, Paige. And there, listen, I, I got uh, certain kids I could just tell them, you know, the, the threat of getting a spanking would be enough to straighten them out. And the other ones... Uh, you can spank them all day long, and it won't have any effect on them. So it's it's definitely different with each child. You know, they have a a different way of handling it. And and what about as far as getting into what you do now? You're you're obviously a successful actor, comedian. Uh, can you is there, has there ever been any like difficulty for your kids to know when you're being serious, when you're fooling around, or they can they easily figure that out? Why is First Class Fatherhood climbing to the top of the podcasting charts? Listen to what dads like UFC President Dana White, legendary New York City radio host Greg T, and Navy SEAL David Rutherford have to say about the podcast. What a cool podcast. It's one of the coolest ones I've ever did. And congrats, seriously, I mean it. What a cool podcast concept, and uh, I, I love it. Good for you, man. Continued success. Dude, I love this podcast, man. Your questions are phenomenal, bro. Phenomenal. I am really happy, and I can tell you honestly, I'm proud to be a part of it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Alec, and, and God bless you and what you're doing. Keep it up. Uh, I think the uh, compiling this many fathers and this much great information is going to be uh, invaluable in so many ways. So I, I wish you all the best, brother. So let's go, dads. We are not babysitters. We are fathers, and we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Subscribe to First Class Fatherhood today. And what about as far as getting into what you do now? You're, you're obviously a successful actor, comedian. Uh, can you? Is there, has there ever been any like difficulty for your kids to know when you're being serious, when you're fooling around, or they can they easily figure that out? I think mainly for my son uh, Tim, the popular one, the one who does all the videos with me, the rap videos, the funny videos. Um, I think for him, uh, sometimes the lines are blurred because we're like best friends. We live together. We're like best friends. You know, we have our Homer and Bart Simpson type of relationship that we've done on the internet. And we kind of, you know, we have a great relationship, but sometimes, you know, it's a tough thing I would imagine for him that when I'm being serious or when I'm in the mood to, and I'm trying to explain something to him and I'm trying to teach him something. And then he kind of brings the energy of the friend energy and sometimes, you know, that gets a little dicey because, you know, it borderlines disrespect, you know. And for him, it's, it may be hard for him to juggle that line because most of the time he can say whatever he wants and freely and be that way, you know. But then sometimes he might say something and, you know, there's a problem. Uh, but for the most part, I feel like he knows how to navigate it. But just like any young cub that's growing up to become a lion and now you have two lions walking around in the household, you're going to have some tension because he's trying to learn to be this lion and he's trying to get there and he's pushing the envelope and he wants to see how far he can go, you know? So you're going to have that tension sometimes in particularly in that age range in the higher teens to the early twenties. Yeah. Well said. What about when it comes to when they came old enough to start dating Paige, how'd you kind of handle the, the dating scene with your kids and did you handle it different with your daughter than with your sons? Uh, no, I'm different in that sense. I'm a, I'm a free spirit. I'm open. I'm cool. 
I understand that, you know, I know a lot of dads with their daughters, they feel like they want to protect them and they want to stop, you know, and listen, (laughs) I want my daughter to be happy, you know, and, and in being happy, you know, just like any other woman, like she, she, she's going to want a man, a guy or whatever, you know, and have fun just like same way I did. So I'm, I'm open with it. I got lucky with my daughter. You know, she, she got her boyfriend. She has a daughter herself. So I'm actually a grandfather. I know I'm too young to be a grandfather. Look at me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know, make me a grandfather. I'm the sexiest grandfather in the world. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, she, 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 she has her fiance and they have a kid and I love him. I think he's a fantastic fantastic man um and she really she really got lucky and so did i yeah that's awesome Paige. how about as far as have you um has becoming a dad has that made you uh, choose particular roles that you're going to play are there any roles that you won't uh play particularly because you're a dad that you don't want to have out there or does that not play into it at all mm, that doesn't play into it at all with me because i'm an artist and I'm an actor and this is what I do. And I am building a legacy for a Kennedy empire that will be here long after I'm gone. And um, so, no, I'm, I'm not not doing something role-wise because I'm a dad. Yeah, cool. And what about as far as what kind of advice do you have for the parents out there that have kids that are interested in pursuing uh, acting, comedy, rap career, music. Uh, what kind of what kind of advice could you give those parents to steer the kids? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> that is the advice I give. I, advice I give because you know I I, I tell my son. Um, so as of right now, it's just one of them that he is very. Um, sorry about the noise. Uh, yeah, just wait one second. Yeah, what do they got? A garbage. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, I tell my son, who is the main one who wants to be the actor, rapper, you know, listen, to be successful in this business is almost like making it into the NBA or the NFL. Like the chances of this happening is so minute that you have to be prepared for that. Me, there was no plan B for me. This is what my destiny was. I was born to do this and I knew it. And and I knew God had a purpose for me. And so this is something that I would do for free. And I'm like, you know, for one, you need to choose a profession that you would want to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to go do and not hate your life for it. And then you also need to make sure that you're damn good at it so that you can prosper over all the other fish that are in the sea. And so... Um, you know, it's a tough thing. Luckily for him, he has me who's already paving the way for him so I can make the road a little less, uh, um, bumpy, you know, but it's still going to be a very hard time for him because he's not me. You know, we have two different talents. We have two different ways and experience. Um, and I just got to hope and pray that it works out for him. You know, so I would tell, uh, any parents out there to to support your children, but you kind of need to make sure that they can prosper. Like, not everybody is built for it. And if you see something like there's real star quality there, I would I would nourish that. I would feed into that. Um, but, you, you know, you never want to poo-poo on anybody's dreams, but you also want to be realistic as well. 
Yeah. Well said. What about as far as you, what kind of projects, uh, what do you got coming up next? And has the COVID and the whole pandemic thing kind of slowed the roll on anything that you got coming out or what's coming up that we can look forward to? All right. I have, um, I have a Netflix uh, sitcom that was stopped um, halfway through and we pick back up next month, which thank God that that's finally happening. Um, and so I'm excited about that. Uh, I also am now currently working on a new album. The first single of this album comes out next Tuesday uh, and it's called Fear. And it's ironically, it's a, it's a, um, it's a conversation between a dad, myself, and a police officer who has pulled over me with my two kids in the car. Um, and it's a conversation and an incident that happens during this uh, encounter. And it's the most important and powerful piece of art that I've ever created. And it's something that everyone is going to want to be a part of. Everyone is going to want to share this because the elucidation in this is incredible. And I speak unbiasedly on both sides so that no one feels alienated. Yeah, awesome, Paige. Yeah, timely piece for sure, no doubt. I look forward to seeing that myself. And last thing, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> you in for you in for a, a wonderful, crazy, chaotic uh, trip, and and to try and love them and understand them and um, find some patience because it's going to take a lot of it. Yeah, well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Paige Kennedy, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you very much for having me. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Paige Kennedy for giving me a few minutes of his time. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. Still more great action coming your way tomorrow on the podcast. The host of Flip or Flop, Tarek El Musa, joins me here. He is responsible for getting thousands of people involved in buying and flipping homes. So don't miss out on that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Friday, we're going to close it out with a Frogman Friday. Foreman Navy SEAL, Rourke Denver. Will be joining me here. He really crushed his role in Act of Valor. It's uh, probably the best Navy SEAL movie, right up there at least. So uh, don't miss out on that. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. Please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.